I've worked with thousands of people over the past decade and something I still see too often is people giving up on their journey because they can't train for any given reason. And I'm going to begin today's podcast with a pretty blunt statement. You should absolutely not give up on your journey if for any reason you cannot train. And if you are, you're probably just searching for a way out or you're giving up too easily. If for example, you've been hospitalized, you're maybe recovering from an eating disorder or something along those lines, you have every right to stop training for a period of time to recover the health that you need to. However, if it's just because you have an injury or maybe your lifestyle doesn't allow you the same amount of time to train that it used to, I do not believe you should be giving up. You can still achieve so much without training, especially if your goal is fat loss, and that's exactly what I'm gonna go through today. And if you're a little bit resistant to this topic as I'm saying these words, then give me five minutes and let's see what you think by the end of this. And the first point I wanna make today is that we have 168 hours in any given week. The maximum amount your training is gonna take up is maybe five. Most people, it's gonna be about three hours. So you're saying that three to five hours out of 168 hours of your week is the reason why you can't continue with your journey. And when we put it like that, it's absolutely absurd. And if you're someone who's also maybe struggling with the time, do the equation, 168 hours is a lot of time. Realistically, if we look at this, right, your three to five hours is like right at the bottom. It's that tiny, tiny percentage. Whereas the rest of your week, you have such an ability to make an impact, whether it's with your nutrition, whether it's with your walking, the things you can actually do outside of just your training within the gym or your home workout, your sleep, your stress management, your water, all these things I'm gonna go through in just a moment. But just to begin with, look at how small of a percentage that is when it comes to the scheme of your week. And yes, that can add up over time. And yes, it does make a difference. And yes, training is important. However, when it comes to achieving your health and fitness goals, three to five hours when it comes to the other 162 or whatever it is that you have will not be the be all and end all when it comes to the results that you want to achieve. And the second aspect of that is it's still highly likely that you can walk. You can still do household tasks, for example. You can do something to keep your body physically active. And don't get me wrong, if we're trying to create this amazing physique that's got shaped shoulders, hips, waist, arms, legs, butt, whatever we're looking to do, yes, we are going to need to train to create that muscle and to create that shape. But at the same time, if you don't have the option to do that because you can't train at this moment in time, at least isn't it gonna be better if you can work on your physique to make yourself maybe a little leaner, a little tighter, and maybe it's not even about improving your body composition, it's about maintaining your health, because quite often when we give up on our training and we decide actually this journey isn't for me anymore, we give up on just about everything else. Whereas if we can still see the progress we're making because we are remaining active, and we give our body an opportunity to continue improving its health and its composition, we're gonna be a lot more motivated and incentivized to keep going. So if you can still do something, you'd be amazed by how many calories can be burnt by hoovering your house, how many calories can be burnt by running up and down the stairs. And let's say that you've broken your leg, for example, maybe that is an invitation to start doing something with your upper body. You've always gotta think about what you can do versus what you can't. And you'd be amazed that usually you can do a lot more than you expected. Nutrition is the next thing I wanna to mention too. If you ask most people what the key to fat loss success is, they'll give you something like 
80% of it is nutrition and diet and 20% is your training, or they'll go up to say 90% or even 95%. And I don't necessarily agree with those black and white statements. I think they all have their own part and piece in this puzzle that we call health improvement and body composition improvement. However, most people will rank the nutrition side of things way higher than they'll rank the training. However, when it comes to the fact that they can't do the training, all of a sudden it's like that ratio switches around. But I think that we can all agree that there's so much power with our nutrition. And I would say that we can also look at people who run marathons, for example. Let's look at that as an example as to when your nutrition isn't in place, it doesn't mean your exercise is gonna take care of that. These people are running miles, miles, miles. They're spending thousands of calories, yet you've seen some marathon runners before. I'm not just speaking about the elite marathon runners, but I'm speaking about the person that you know who's recently run a half or a full marathon. You're very aware that you look at them, you can see, still see body fat on their frame. However, many of us know that if we just improve our nutrition, we make a few tweaks here and there, we bump up our protein, we keep our calories within a certain level, we start to make super good quality food choices, we absolutely all know that our body composition can improve and our health can improve as well. So we put nutrition on this pedestal when we can do it all, but all of a sudden it gets dropped super low when we can't train. But the reality of the fact is, is we know so many people and we can look around in the gym and see thousands of people who are not in the best of shape. And it doesn't mean that they're not consistently exercising, it's quite often down to other factors such as their nutrition. And another thing that comes into play here is I know so many people who have been able to not even really focus too much on their training on nutrition, so they started working on their stress management, they started working on their sleep, they started working on their hydration for example, then all of a sudden they felt so much better, they were able to make progress within their health, absolutely, but also their body composition as well because they found they weren't having these immense sugar cravings anymore, they weren't leaning on needing to get that coffee at 5 p.m. in the afternoon and compromise the quality of their sleep. There is so much more to the health improvement process and the fat loss process than just your training. If you take care of your nutrition, which most of the time we all can, if you take care of your sleep, which once again, isn't always in our hands, but we can definitely optimize the quality, stress management, hydration, we can maintain our supplementation as well, and we can maybe keep a little bit active if we can, there's so much that can still be done. And the last thing I wanna mention, which might seem a little bit harsh, but if this offends you, I hope it offends you in a good way, because I wanna see you improve. I only have your best interest in mind when it comes to your health and fitness, but the reality is, is that a lot of people aren't even training that hard, and their training doesn't even contribute that much towards their overall goals. They actually give more intensity to their cardio. They give more intensity to their nutrition. They made the other aspects I've just discussed more of a priority than they do when it comes to pushing themselves in the gym. So they might be doing three training sessions per week, and I know that we don't necessarily wanna look at calories expended as our way of looking at a successful training session. However, they might only be burning like 100 to 150 calories. Like I said, most people burn more of that in their cardio sessions. A lot of people burn more than that in a one hour, two hour walk. So realistically, we're probably creating this facade that training is the most important thing. It's like the piece of Jenga that if I pull it out, the whole tower is gonna fall down. But when we actually look a little bit closer, we realize that there's so many other things supporting this Jenga tower. And if you pull out the training, especially for just a small period of time, and that's a good point I'm gonna make in just a moment as well, is that realistically, everything else holds up. You can still keep building on that Jenga tower. And with that being said, most people's injuries, most people's circumstances change after a little while. And you might be able to fit in that one training session. You might be able to get back into training after a little time out injured. And the reality is, is if you don't stop, and if you continue to make that progress, you're not gonna be starting from square one or a regressed position. Because 
because you maintained your nutrition, because you remain active, you might be two, three kilos deeper into your fat loss journey. Your health might be in such a good place that you don't even need to start with like two weeks getting back into track with things. You might be able to just hit the ground running and get your results from day one. However, if you stop and you just, and you take your foot off the gas entirely when it comes to your process, you're going to have to start from scratch, you're going to have to build up again. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing because realistically, if you want to get started in your health and fitness journey, that's amazing. However, you don't want to have to keep restarting and restarting and restarting because that takes way more energy than staying on track does and just keep going, keep going, keep going because at least you're going to see progress. At least you're going to remain in the same place and that's going to be probably better for your health as well as your body composition. So if you've been thinking about pulling the plug on your journey because you might not be able to train like you used to, please think again. Think about all the other things you can do and I guarantee you can still have a lot of success on your health and fitness journey. So I hope that helped team, take care, have an amazing week ahead and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.